0: Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Or wonder no more? Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Make it
1: you. Cute. Yeah, make it cute. Oh me and you. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you can join us for yet another week and yet another episode. Thank you for sticking around and hanging out with me. If you are new to this show, the way that I like to structure it is I like to just talk a little bit about my week, anything exciting that's happened, anything not super exciting that's happened, and then we kind of like talk about a topic um today's topic if you haven't been able to tell by the title lots of teas i feel very british right there um we are going to be talking about summertime pre-summer um snacks for every occasion and i'm super excited for this episode because i don't know it's so crazy to believe that basically a week from today it's going to be may um and someone has to wake justin timberlake up in his ramen hair it's gonna be my... Anyways, um, no, that is not from the actual clip. I'm just that good at impersonating him. I know, I should get, like, a record deal or something. L.A., here I come. L.A. calls you. You don't call L.A. And L.A. just rang on my phone. And it told me, you're so good at impersonating Justin Timberlake that we want you. Like American Idol. Um, Anyways, I'm getting, like, way off base. But let's kind of just like get into life updates and then let's get into the episode topic and all of that jazz. So life update, this week was a weird week. Um, I was sick last week actually. Um, I was just having like some side effects from my shot and all of that jazz and I am feeling a lot better and mentally i'm in a weird place because some things happened in my personal life this week where i one i bullied myself into being sad um which that is not that type of energy i'm trying to bring here so we are going to be all nothing but smiles and miles uh for the next however long we're talking to each other and but yeah do you ever do that I, I just want to talk about that real quick do you ever do something that you know is gonna upset you but you do it anyways for me it was looking back through old text messages with a pseudo x i call it a pseudo x because it's not necessarily a full x like but it's like someone who like mentally you had to break up with if that makes sense so yes i was reading through old text and just getting really sad because of the situation, because of how things ended, and this was like a while ago. This isn't anything recent, so to those of you who want to badger me and ask me who it is, text me. I'm probably not going to tell you, but you know, just text me. I, I love the attention, and it's one of those things that I knew doing this would actually make me sad and like physically make me sad. And I don't think I realized it until I was sitting on my couch reading these texts and I was watching Vampire Diaries, which is another thing that makes me sad, but I'm rewatching Vampire Diaries. I love that show. Only show that really makes me cry the way that it does. And to my friends on Snapchat who are receiving my crying snaps whenever people die or whenever sad things happen, you're welcome because that is the most vulnerable I'll ever be with you emma pisces fake vulnerability you gotta love it anyways but yeah i went into the bathroom after i was like watching vampire diaries and reading these texts and you could see visually on my face that i was sad and i was like okay this isn't great you shouldn't be doing this to yourself so i ended up getting a facial and it was great my esthetician amazing she works wonders on my skin and yeah that was that was great great pick me up i ended up getting chick-fil-a for the first time in months despite their horrible policies the chicken sandwich hits different i'm sorry popeyes you make me go to the bathroom this is so tmi i'm sharing a lot with you guys today um but you know what i feel like honesty and like you come for the honesty and the personality and you stay for the food or maybe you come for the food and then the honesty and personality is just kind of another part of it i did something super spontaneous tonight and i just i'm not sharing but what i will say is if you don't follow me on instagram you're gonna want to see this because next weekend this spontaneous thing is coming to fruition and i don't think i've ever done anything this spontaneous i've actually done something quite similar and this is not off my track record but actually what i did i'll i'll tell a story about it after it happens and after you check my instagram next weekend of all of the tomfoolery that will be occurring <laughs> um i'm trying to think if there's anything else that has happened in my life that i want to share i oh my goodness this is something that's so weird and irrelevant but i feel just such a desperate need to share this I found a new Trader Joe's, and it's right next to this subway stop that I always go to, and I had no idea it existed. And the other day, I was walking through this neighborhood, and I see all these guys and girls with these Trader Joe's bags. And I was like, wait, there has to be one around here. And I thought it was going to be pretty far. It was right next to the station. I am blessed. Now I have access to a Trader Joe's. I'm very thankful for that. Very thankful to myself. Um, I love this journey for me, and I'm so happy to be going on it. But speaking of journeys, and I think that's actually kind of a good transition to get into today's topic. So I'm talking about like my favorite pre-summer and some of my favorite summer activities. I think I'm going to do a separate episode, no promises, but I think I'm going to do a separate episode about actual just genuine summer activities where I just go through all my favorites and maybe some of the summer activities that I have coming up. Um, or summer activities that had been completed, but I think now's the time. I feel like talking about summer activities when summer actually hits, no fun, and talking about summer snacking whenever summer actually hits, no fun. You need time to prep. You need to know what's fresh. You need to know what tastes delicious. You need to know what's good, so I'm gonna learn you today. Uh, So speaking of summer and journeys and all that i'm gonna start with my first kind of category and i don't know if i'm gonna like stick with this categorical theme and like organization method but for now we're we're gonna start here this is our starting point if you have listened to this show for long enough you know we start in one place we end in another as long as you're down for the ride that is what is important to me the fact that you're willing to hang out with me for the ride and to vroom vroom down i-miles. That was supposed to be like interstate miles. Um, I don't know if you got that. Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about road tripping. There are a couple key elements of road trips, in my opinion. First is your destinations. I think road trips are really fun when you have more than one destination, because you have more than one thing to look forward to for me, I'm not very much about the journey, even though that's what a road trip is and don't get me wrong, I love a good road trip, but I'm definitely about the destination and when you have more than one destination, I don't know like that just gets me so hype. I want to snort that off of a silver platter that is my serotonin boost is knowing that I have another destination after that that I'm not going home like. I love that. I would be a nomad if I could, but I have to have an apartment and a home base. So that's not happening anytime soon. But I digress. I love road trips, and one of the key essentials is destinations, plural. Another key element is a good rockin' bomb playlist. And I have a million playlists on Spotify for pretty much every occasion. And I'm so excited because I'm actually doing a road trip this summer and that's why I'm thinking about like all the snacks I want to bring and all the things I want to bring. Road trips, yes. But that leads me to the third element that I think is super important in a road trip, the snacks. If you go on a road trip and you have sucky snacks, why are you even going? You could just sit in a car and go nowhere. I don't know. I just, I can't justify leaving my leaving my space for an extended amount of time sitting in a car without snacks. Going to the gas station when you're on a road trip hits so different. Have you ever noticed when you go to a gas station normally, you don't really think about anything, but when you go to a gas station on a road trip, you go in, you peruse, you browse, you check out their entire selection. Who knows, maybe you'll get a 7-Eleven taquito. Maybe you're feeling wild and rambunctious and like Maybe you just don't care about your stomach's health. I don't know. But the snacks are a key foundation of a good road trip. For me, my road trip snacks, I don't know when I got obsessed with this, but I'm obsessed with this. Beef jerky, super expensive. It's fine. I'm not going to teach you how to make it. That would have been a great transition to make it, but I don't I, I don't have time for that, for dehydrating meat. No, I barely want to cook meat half the time. So dehydrating it, not on the cards, babe. Anyways, beef jerky. I don't know. I feel like you just got to have at least a bag of it. Some type of nut or seed. Sunflower seeds? It's so different. Especially like the nacho ones. Those are so fire. Same with the ranch ones. The regular ones? Great. Classic. Solid. Have somewhere to spit out your seeds. Don't spit them out on the interstate. Don't be an asshole. You know that is something I really have to advocate for is don't be an asshole whenever you're eating these snacks. My next like road trip snack here's the thing, depending upon who you're going on a road trip with will gauge your comfortability. One road trip snack that I tend to avoid, and I don't know if either participant in the car that this happened will be listening to this episode, but chipotle is a no because whenever you eat chipotle and you get the hot salsa and then your friend has spicy salsa burps the entire road trip and they're sitting directly in front of you and you try to open your window to escape and they also open their window to try and air it out and you get hit in the face every time they burp because their burps are going out the window and into your nostrils you learn that Chipotle is not a road trip food, or a pre road trip food, or a post road trip food. It's just stay the. He- oh, I almost said a bad word. Stay the heck away from Chipotle if you're going on a road trip, please. Oh, goodness. Um, but yes, snacks. Another great road trip snack is actually, like, a good slice of pizza from 7-Eleven, not even going to lie. The amount of times I'll reach for, like, one of those $3 slices of pizza is astronomical, but if you're not going on a road trip and you want that road trip vibe, let me kind of transition it into the recipe for today which is like pizza adjacent wow i really sound like allison roman whenever i say that like this isn't a pizza this is a deconstructed bread tomato cheese thing like i I literally just did all of her like motions i wish that you could see behind the microphone and see me like actually like kind of like do like the eye roll and like the hands like where i don't know i don't know i love her but also like she's slightly problematic she's like my guilty pleasure her shallot pasta is so good like f man um but i'm gonna make something pizza adjacent and what I'm gonna do is, I was kind of inspired by this recipe because I wouldn't say inspired. Like this isn't anything fancy. I'm making it sound to be like something glorious and fancy, but I swear to God, I swear to goodness, it's not. Um, basically, the situation is, I found a new Trader Joe's, as I mentioned earlier. And one thing I love from Trader Joe's is their ciabatta. Their ciabatta is just so good. It's nice. And a thick girl, she can be sliced either like lengthwise or crosswise. But the thing about fresh bread, instead of like kind of like the processed stuff, is it tends to dry out a lot faster than like that processed stuff that has like preservatives and additives. Nothing wrong with that. I am not bread shaving you. Um, But what I am saying is you got to use it you use it or you lose it so i'm gonna take just kind of like the tail end of that like whenever i have like enough that maybe i can make a sandwich but like it's kind of hard so i don't want to make a sandwich so i need something soft that soften it up that's when i'm going to use this bread so i'm going to take that and i'm going to slice it in half i want some thick gals i want some thick thighs save lives type slices if that makes sense and I'm assuming that you're going to have two slices. That's how many slices I have. If you slice it into more than two, I don't know. You're a psychopath. Stay away from me. Anyways, then once you have your two slices, what you're going to do is you're going to just take some olive oil and like some salt and pepper. And then you're going to take your favorite sauce. I am. Obsessed with this one jarred sauce, if you know me, I'm not a huge fan of jarred pasta sauce. i'd much rather make my own in bulk with some San marzano tomatoes and you know some thyme and oregano and basil and a little bit of heavy cream, a little bit of sugar sugar, a little bit of garlic and shallot and all, all the good stuff tomato paste. but when in a pinch and when you're feeling lazy like I was, jarred sauce. Great in a pinch, but not all jarred sauces equal. I am completely obsessed with this one jarred sauce. Get your pen and paper ready, get your notes app ready because this is going to change your friggin' life. The grandpa sauce from Wegmans, top tier, god tier. It's amazing. It is above all other pasta sauces. Why? What makes it so special? It has roasted red pepper mixed in, like period in, and it also uses elements of Italian sausage. So you have like the fennel and like the rest roasted or the the red pepper flakes and the spiciness and the kick, and then you have the tomato and the acidity and the sweetness. It is one of the most perfect sauces I've ever had, and honestly, it has become a staple in my household. I would drink that stuff with a with a straw if I could, if it wasn't so chunky. Um, I have eaten it by the spoonful. I am not even going to lie. I had some extra that I was dipping something into. And I took a spoon and I ate the rest. And I have no shame about it. If I can sit there and eat an entire pint of ice cream by myself in a depressive manic episode, I think me eating a couple tablespoons of pasta sauce is on brand. And you shouldn't be surprised. Anyways, take as much or as little. Honestly, you want a little bit more because this is going to kind of like breathe new life into the bread. It's going to rehydrate it a little bit because you're using day old bread. Like this is to get rid of the rest of the ciabatta you have.
0: You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt.
1: you're gonna take some fresh mozzarella i'm using i love the fresh mozzarella sticks from trader joe's so it's like in the cheese section instead of like the string cheese it's like actual fresh ooey gooey mozzarella and it's so good it is delicious wrap some prosciutto around that business and you have something delicious but that's not the purpose of today today we're gonna either Chop up some fresh mozzarella, break it up. I don't care how you do it. Get that on the bread. Like I said, we're making kind of like a ciabatta adjacent pizza type thing. And then what you're going to do is I'm using my air fryer, I'm popping it in 400 degrees, six to seven minutes. Get that cheese nice and bubbly. Get that sauce nice and heated through. Get the bread nice and crispy on the bottom. Or if I'm channeling Joshua Wiseman, crispy. Yes, love him. Love him so much. Um, and then, what you're going to do is when it comes out, you're going to top it with some torn basil and whatever else your favorite toppings are. You could do some hot honey, you can do some pepperoni, you could do some prosciutto, you could do some ricotta with some black pepper. Boo Boo, this is yours. Like, I'm, this is definitely a choose your advent- own adventure i'm using basil because it's something green and something pretty and it's to supplement the fact that i don't freaking like eating salads it's like a salad on top of your pizza you could use arugula if you want an actual salad on top of your pizza you fancy bee. anyways that is kind of like my road trip inspired pizza and why i love it and it's just so good and so delicious speaking of other places that you can have snacks and that you should have snacks i'm thinking the beach i don't know i am very beach inspired at the moment and i think whenever you go to the beach you really need to be cognizant because like if you get some sand in your bag you're effed like you're screwed it's not going to be good no bueno no sand in our lunch bag so the first road trip essential and snacking essential that I feel like you need is a bag with a zipper. When you're not using the bag, zip it up. No sand. It is a very easy equation. Zipper plus zipped equals no sand in your food. But also, as another layer of protection this is the only time that double protection will actually work is that was inappropriate (laughs) made myself giggle a little bit um but what you also want to do is wrap your food so if you're taking a sandwich to the beach which i don't recommend i think that's stupid but to each their own you want to wrap it up in saran wrap. I like things that I can put in Tupperware. So I like good pasta salads at the beach. Um, the orzo salad I made, I think, last week would be perfect. Great beach vibes. You take plastic utensils. And the thing that's bea- beauteous about the utensils is that if it does get some sand in the bag, you can always just, like, tap, tap, tap the uh, utensil, and that's that's it don't have to worry about like any other type of thing and i mean you know use environmentally friendly products where you can if you can take your own fork to the beach so do it um but yeah good pasta salad even like pasta that can be eaten like room temperature i know this is gonna sound weird but soup like a gazpacho not like a hot soup but like a cold soup I don't know. They they just they just seem beach ready. Like I wouldn't take a charcuterie board to the beach because of the sand, and I wouldn't take a sandwich because, like, feel like the sand could get trapped in the sandwich, and then you have like a gritty sandwich. But with pasta, that's something that you're eating with a fork and that you're gonna kind of hold closer to you. Something that you're probably not inclined to set down and for people to kick sand in. So I don't know. Pasta just seems like a beach food. And if you plan it right, it can be, and it can be delicious. And of course, like I said, double protection. Zip it up and also lit it up when you're not eating it. I think thermoses are really cool too. I don't know. The idea of a thermos, just do it. Take like an Arnold Palmer snacking essential. Yes. Um. Another thing that I would say is acceptable for the beach is single eat candy bars. Or chocolate bars, depending upon where you're from, or sweets of any sort. Um, but as long as they're single use, like I would not take like a bag of M and M's to the beach, but I would take a tube of mini M and M's. You see what I'm when you see what I'm saying? A bag of M and M's, you can't really reseal it, but a tube you can close it back on. A single eat candy bar, chocolate bar, you're gonna take it and you're gonna bulldoze through it. Period. Love that for you. I wouldn't take a bag of peach rings because sand. Sand and sugar look very similar. Trust me. Speaking from experience. Fruit is another great thing to take to the beach because it can be easily washed off. That's another thing. If you get some sand on your strawberry, rinse some water over it. You got a fresh strawberry, basically. Same with your grapes. Um, I wouldn't take a super absorbent fruit like Watermelon um but if you're looking for something to drink you can take this cocktail to the beach you know if you can legally drink at the beach i'm not encouraging you to break the law by any means but what i am encouraging you to do is to day drink and you know have a good freaking time so let's talk about this cocktail and the reason why i wanted to pivot to this is because while i wouldn't take watermelon I'm going to use a melon liqueur in this cocktail. It's actually a Japanese melon liqueur, very fancy. It's called Midori. It's green, it's gorgeous. It's very summer. Like it's just very chic. I love her. Um, bottle super fancy. And it's also like the basis of like a ninja turtle shot too. So you know, multiple use. But for this drink, it's going to be super simple. It's going to be super light, refreshing, and summery. And this episode will not be using lemon-lime soda. I know that we use it pretty much every episode because it's a staple ingredient in my house, and it's a staple ingredient in my drinking because it's caffeine-free, sweet, and just delicious. But we're hoping for something bubbly, but caffeine-free, Oh, well, I mean, spray this, caffeine. You know what? Let me just get into this cocktail before I keep talking myself into a hole. So what you're going to do is you're going to take an ounce and a half of Midori per person. If you're making this in batch and taking in a thermos, more power to you. I'm giving you the measurements for one drink. Multiply it by however many people you're having. If you're having four people, multiply this by four. I trust that you can do a one and a half times four. It's six, by the way. Just, just in case you needed that. Anyways... One and a half ounce of Midori per person. And then you're going to take two ounces of lemonade per person. And then you're going to take two ounces of club soda. This is at the very, very end. So this is right as you're serving it. If you're serving it for one person, great. If you're serving it for multiple people, wait and top their drinks off then. But what you're going to do is you're going to shake together the Midori and the lemonade and your shaker. Uh, you can do this ahead of time and then strain it into your thermos. Or you could strain it into your individual glasses. And then top with... Your club soda, or sp- not? Ugh. You know what? You can use Sprite if you want, but I'm advertising club soda today. Um, we love her. We love her. We love the bubbly. Um, and that's it. Serve with a paper straw because #hashtag sk- sk- save the turtles. Um, and just drink it down. And the final place that I'll talk kind of like about road trip snacks for is like a camping cabin type trip admittedly i'm way too bougie for my own good and the only way that you'll catch me in the mountains is in a mansion in the mountains or glamping of some sort which i'm doing both this summer so that's kind of where i got this inspiration for um if you're doing a trip like this marshmallows definitely a necessity if you don't have a fire why are you even out in the wilderness i don't understand that like why would you just be out there without a fire so yes um marshmallows and chocolate bars i prefer lint chocolate bars everyone's like hershey hershey i'm like no no babe i grew up in pennsylvania i spent literally every year in high school at the hershey lodge i literally spent my 18th birthday at the hershey lodge at their restaurant with my friends and let me tell you hershey's it's okay it's universal but lint lint chocolate game changer your s'mores best s'mores that you ever had graham crackers gotta be cinnamon gotta be cinnamon if it's anything other than cinnamon dead to me don't come or the honey ones work the honey ones also work but the cinnamon i don't know they sit different um other snacks that you'll need this is the time that you want to take your gummy bears and gummy worms. I think gummy worms are just so fun. And then what you can do is prank your friend and, like, be like, oh, my God, there's a worm in your drink. Um, if you're feeling, like, fancy and, like, suburban mom-like, you can make some dirt with some, like, chocolate pudding and, like, crushed up Oreos and make, like, a big, like, platter of that. Pizza on a wood fire oven. So delish. Love it. Um, hot dogs I don't know i I think you should up your game and do like broadwurst or like hot Italian sausages, and then you could like fire roast like some red pepper on the like wood we're We're fancy up in this like like I said, I'm either going clamping or I'm staying in a mansion, and those are the only way two ways that you would see me outside of a place that doesn't have cell tower service and I think those are kind of, like, my main staples for, like, a cabin camping type deal if you're snacking. I do feel like that's kind of snacking food. Like, I don't know. Do you ever snack on pizza? I do. I I, honestly, I graze on pizza. Like, I live alone. So when I order a whole pizza, I have to eat it over time. So I never sit down and eat, like, two, three slices. I always eat just kind of, like, a slice intermittently and just call it a day pretty much. (laughs) I don't eat the entire pie in one day but like I'll eat a slice like at 2 p.m and I'll eat a slice for dinner and then I'll eat a slice the next day. Takes me a couple days to get through a pizza but nothing wrong with that. But those are my summertime snacking essentials and I'm so happy that you were able to hang out with me to hear about these but I'm gonna I'm gonna close it out and I'm gonna let you get back on with your day. I know how much you love spending time with me, like you made it this far, but I think I'm going to go, and I will see you on next week's episode, and like I said, don't forget to check out my Instagram next weekend, my handle is mileske, M-I-L-E-S-K-E-E, and also I've seen some of you reach out to me about podcast episode ideas, feel free to keep sending them over, I'm reading them, I am acknowledging them, I promise, and some of them will be used. So if you have an idea for what you want to hear on the show, this is, I I record these for you. I love hearing myself talk, but I don't have to record it all the time. So whatever I'm recording here, it's for y'all. So tell me what you want to hear. I appreciate all of your support. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Hope you had a good time. If so, then please subscribe and leave a review. Cause this podcast is new. We drink, we eat, we laugh out loud. My name is Miles. That's all for now.